Hey friends, in today's episode, I want to talk to you for a few minutes about emotions and how they affect our bodies. I think we all recognize that our emotional health and our physical health are connected and one influences the other in theory. However, I've noticed that a lot of us fail to make the connection that choosing to ignore our emotions or to numb them instead of working through them can have a negative effect on our health. Let's talk about it. Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward Podcast, where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. Friends, welcome back to the Health Forward Podcast. Today is episode 39, and I want to talk to you for just a few minutes about emotions and how they affect our bodies and our health. So we've all experienced some kind of physiological response to an emotion. Butterflies in our stomach when we're nervous. Maybe a flushed, hot face and racing heart when we're angry. Fatigue and lack of motivation when we're sad or grieving. It's common sense that our emotions evoke a physical response in our bodies. So why is it that we've tricked ourselves into thinking that we can avoid dealing with deep emotions and stressors by distracting ourselves or numbing out in that it's not going to negatively affect our health? Let me just be completely transparent with you and say, I struggle with this just like anybody else. Even studying this and knowing what I know, it can still seem very daunting and sometimes scary for me to work through my own feelings and emotions. In traditional Chinese medicine, it's taught that different emotions are specifically connected to different organ systems in the body. For example, the liver is associated with the emotion of anger and unforgiveness. The spleen and stomach are associated with overthinking and nervousness, the heart with agitation and overexcitement, the lungs are associated with grief and sadness, and the kidneys with fear. It's important to note that emotions aren't bad, they're good, they're natural, they're healthy, but it's when they become extreme or uncontrollable that they can indicate an underlying issue. Also, in traditional Chinese medicine, it's believed that the connection of emotional health and physical health isn't linear. It's actually cyclical. So that basically means that chronic, unresolved, ignored, or stuffed down emotions can cause dysfunction in our bodies and vice versa. Unresolved dysfunction in our bodies can cause extreme out-of-control emotions. Now, I'm certainly not an expert on traditional Chinese medicine and fully understand that some people can find it a little strange and intimidating, but I do think that there is a lot of insight that we can glean from it. As a holistic health practitioner, and furthermore, as a Christian, I absolutely believe that our bodies were created body, mind, and soul, and that all of these areas of our lives have an effect on our level of health. As I've said many times before, when we consider being healthy, we can't just think about what we eat or if we exercise. It's so much more than that. It's every part of our lives, our relationships with other people and with God, 
our level of fulfillment and sense of purpose, different stressors from jobs or finances or family, our sleep patterns. It's looking at the whole person in their whole life. It kind of reminds me of what we know to be true about the physical effects of chronic stress in the body. The overproduction of cortisol can lead to dysregulation of the HPA axis or adrenal system and lead to chronic inflammation in the body. It makes a lot of sense to me that unresolved emotions, especially those caused by traumatic experiences, can have just as impactful of an effect on the body. So just like stress evokes a physiological response, our emotions do the same thing. We've all, like I said in the beginning, we've all experienced that anger, unforgiveness, resentment, anxiety, chronic grief and sadness and disappointment. Those will have physiological responses in the body and we can't just ignore them. I've actually observed this firsthand in some of the clients I've worked with. When they've had traumatic experiences in their past or even just deeply hurtful things happen to them and they think that they've moved on or maybe they're just afraid to go back and work through those emotions, it really slows down their progress and sometimes it completely blocks any progress that they would be making otherwise. So here's the bottom line of what I want you to take from this very short and sweet episode. Even if you're doing all the right things, air quotes, right things, you're eating healthy foods, you're moving your body, you're getting enough sleep, you're taking supplements, you're drinking water, you switched over to all clean beauty products, on paper, you're doing all the things, right? But you're not dealing with the emotional stuff going on inside of your head and your heart there's a really good chance that you are not going to see the improvement that you're hoping for. And this is true for all of us, whether it's anger or unforgiveness at a situation or a person that we're holding on to. Maybe it's grief or sadness that we feel stuck in and we don't know how to work through it. Or maybe it's some kind of trauma that we've experienced in the past. We can't just sweep it under the rug and shove it down or try to numb it with food or other substances or behaviors. When we do that, we have to understand that our body will react. We have to deal with our emotions and our feelings. We have to work through past hurts and especially past traumas. And we have to let go of things and not stuff them down or brush them off like they don't matter. So how can we make sure that we're doing this, that we're working on our emotions and we're not just ignoring them. I think self-reflection is a great place to start through journaling, being quiet, spending time without noise in the background, without a podcast or music or TV in the background, just actual quiet often will be really helpful to just allow those thoughts and feelings that you need to work through to come to the surface. And then using something like journaling and praying through those things, releasing them to God, and then choosing to move forward can sometimes be enough to release those pent up emotions. In addition to that, we often need to reach out to someone else for help, especially when the hurt is deep or traumatic. I'm a huge proponent of counseling, and I think that everyone can benefit from it. There's just something about 
an outside perspective and an unbiased listener that can be so helpful. And licensed counselors are trained to know exactly how to lead us through the process of dealing with our emotions and experiences. So I highly recommend that if you feel stuck or if you know you have had trauma in the past or you've had deep hurt in the past, that that's something you look into. I've also read that acupuncture can be really helpful for um, helping to release pimp emotions and improving organ system function. And you know, I'm a huge proponent of acupuncture as well. It's just great for relaxation. It's great for stress management, pain management as well. And then things like deep breathing, prayer and meditation, these are all really helpful practices as well. I think one of the most important and really first steps for us is to just allow ourselves to feel and be aware of the emotions we are experiencing. Don't be afraid to feel. Don't try to distract yourself from feeling. Deal with what's going on and give yourself time and space to reflect on why you feel the way you do and then go from there. There is not an exact formula for how to do this. And it's different for everyone in every situation. The important thing is that you don't ignore it, that you recognize that your emotions are a gift and they communicate something to your body. God created you as a whole person and you can't separate your body from your mind and your emotions. They're all connected and that's how they're supposed to be. And maybe you hear that and you think that sounds really overwhelming that there's so many things to think about and consider. But let me challenge you and encourage you to flip that and think about that as such an opportunity. There's so many things and so many areas of our lives that we can adjust in just little ways that can have positive effects on our health. We are not helpless. We have the opportunity to make changes that will positively benefit our health and will improve our health and move us forward in our health journey. We don't have to stay stuck. So while I understand the thought of considering a whole person and a whole person's life as being a little bit overwhelming, really, it's just an awesome opportunity. So I hope this episode just gave you a little food for thought and gave you a little encouragement and the push maybe that you needed to start to work through some of those feelings and emotions that keep coming up for you that you know you need to deal with. Or maybe it will encourage you to start to be aware when you feel like you want to distract yourself or you want to numb certain feelings with anything, with food, with Netflix, with shopping, with another kind of substance or behavior that you know isn't healthy, when you feel that urge coming up, be mindful, be aware, explore what's going on and how you're feeling. And I think when we do this, we can start to allow ourselves to heal, not just physically, but emotionally uh, as well. Again, if you feel like you need some outside help with this, or you're just feeling stuck, please reach out to a counselor in your area. They are trained and ready, willing to help, especially during such a stressful time as we're dealing with right now. This is such a strange time and it can really bring up a lot of emotional things for us to work through, but it's also a great opportunity to do so. So reach out to someone, a friend, 
a counselor, a pastor, someone that you know that you can trust and that can help you work through these things. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the week and I will see you next time. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward Podcast.